live. Welcome to the Nobody Cares podcast. We are the very best podcast that nobody cares about. That <laughs> is uh, true. We are here to remind you we every week, every week that nobody cares about your marketing programs. And every once in a while, we give you some tips on what to do about it. I'm Casey Peterson. I'm John Andrews. I'm Mike Frazier. Welcome, Mike. How's it going? It's going pretty good, you guys. Casey didn't get the hat memo. Man, I, I missed out. Sans uh, hey, hat. We got 87 new subscribers on our YouTube channel since last week's episode. <laughs> there are some bored people. <laughs> hey, man, somebody cares. <laughs> That's awesome. Somebody, somebody cares. You're going to have to come up with a new name. <laughs> have you seen our logo? The logo looks awesome. And Michael, Michael. I spent Frager. a little time, you know, and by little time, I mean uh, about two minutes right before this call attempting to put it up on the screen, but I failed. Yeah. Right. Maybe Te I can add it after the fact. Technology. Right. Yeah. Gotta, I don't know if you know this. Well prepared. This is app called Photofy, and you can take stuff and you put it on. Hey, our, app, our logo is in the Photofy. Is it really? Right so now. You can use, you oh, can wow. use That's legit. the Nobody Cares logo. But uh, it is not on this video, unfortunately. Uh -huh. Well, trust us. There's a logo. <laughs> right. There's a logo. <laughs> Download Photify. You can find Download it. Download Photify. Probably. Yeah, the logo looks good on uh, so, Who are our subscribers? That's interesting. I don't know. If you're a subscriber, drop us a note. Yeah. So, uh, we'll give you, we have prizes. We get a, uh, uh, anyone that uh, shares our podcast this week, uh, we will pick a winner by... Uh, random selection and send you a Photofy t-shirt. Yeah, that's an awesome idea. Mm -hmm. uh, tag us at Photofy on the, uh, or, or at Photofy app, depending on which one you're on. At Photofy app on Instagram, at Photofy on Twitter. Hashtag nobody cares. Nobody cares. So what does nobody care about this week? Uh, nobody cares about influencer marketing. So <laughs> we, uh, we got in a little back and forth on LinkedIn this week about an article that came out uh, regarding Amazon's influencer program. Yeah. Now, uh, a, a mutual that? acquaintance that um, had a problem with Amazon's mar influencer marketing program and said it's not real influencer marketing. Yep. Yep. And, um, and, a, and a, somebody that, that is well-respected in the industry and, and we think a lot of. One yes. Of former colleagues that uh, collected bias. Yep, and uh, uh, I thought she had. I, th I thought uh, she had great points. She had, she had great points. So um, the uh, the article is uh, Amazon is basically shifting its influencer strategy away from big influencers, which I think this is a trend to to micro influencers is what, uh, and that's a I think that's a buzzword that I'm hearing a lot more. I've been often, hearing nano influencers, even smaller. And so I went pico because you know right. You, you don't even need a follower. Um, I have no followers, but I have influence. And, and I think Amazon's never really come off this one particular strategy, which is you get a commission. It's an affiliate program, basically. It's not, I mean, I don't know that I would even call this an influencer program, which I think was, uh, was uh, the original poster's point that this is not influence. Um, yeah, but what's the difference between affiliate and influencer? You know, I think it's a good question. That's a great question. That's that's the question that I that I think kind of led into this conversation because my question was, what do we even care? Do we even care about influence if 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 someone who's a content creator, let's call them content creators, uh, 
they find value in participating in this Amazon program. You know, they can really hustle and sell and, and promote products and make money. Amazon, no doubt, makes more money with this program than paying someone. Here's 500 uh, the bucks. R, the, R, the ROI is, is perfectly right. measurable. Right? They don't pay anything if you don't sell anything. Right. And uh, so they definitely have a higher, higher ROI on this than a traditional influencer program where you just pay for content. Um, I, at the end of the day, my question was, who cares, right? It may not be influencer. It may not be, but who well, cares? But, but here, here's the thing, and this, this, is, this goes along with the big thematic that, that we talk about a lot and some I believe in. Who, who says? Who says who's an influencer, right? Like, like who, is there a, a rule that says I'm an influencer because I have a big audience and I get paid? Or I'm, I might just publish stuff and people read it and they like it and they share it with their friends. Don't, is that not influence? Yeah. I mean, and, and to this program's point, if I'm able to, through some method, through some content that I create, get someone to buy something off Amazon, I have influenced people. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not be the, the kind of traditional content or blogging centric influencer that we think of in the past. But if I've got somebody to buy something, Amazon's happy. I'm happy. I'm making money. Who's who's unhappy here? Um, Mike, you you participate in, in some affiliate programs, don't you? Um, I do actually. I, I just joined the Amazon Merch uh, program uh, last year. Um, so that that's where you can sell, um, you know, t-shirts. Same thing. Oh, no, that yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yep. I don't know that program. Yeah, a little different, but um, it it's hands free once you know once you upload that design, <laughs> you just got to sell it yourself. So, so it's a, it's based on your influence that you're selling stuff. Yeah, I love it. I love, I love the influencer program through Amazon. I think it's a great thing. Uh, it, it's a win-win for everybody. You need to make a, uh, a Baker Mayfield. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares about LeBron T-shirt. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> nice. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Don't forget my commission. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I think it's a bigger question. You know, Ted uh, Rubin uh, says a lot, you know, in his say, everyone has it. Everyone influences someone. Everyone influences Man, yeah. there, there is nothing more true than that, right? You, you know, and and the reason I think Amazon and other people are moving towards smaller influence is, you know, on, on average, the smaller your audience to a point, uh, the more influence you have, mm-hmm. because I actually probably know you if yep. I have a smaller audience. You know, Kim Kardashian's got I don't know, a good kajillion followers. How many really know her and really know she influences lots of people, but percentage-wise, it's probably pretty low that the checks and moves the needle. But numbers are numbers, right? Yeah, I think that's super. I mean, yeah, percentage-wise, I think it is really low. But it, um, I, I, it brings to mind. Uh, so you know, we recently moved here in July. And uh, our relatively small communities, about 150 homes there, yeah. is uh, that has a Facebook group, a private Facebook group, where people ask all the time for recommendations, recommendations on yard workers, yeah. recommendations on dentists and pediatricians in the area. Um, we have made several decisions for doctors. For, based on, based yeah, based on. off of recommendations in that area. No one... You know, we don't know a lot of people here, and so that's 
that that influence of that group is a is a perfect surrogate for kind of a, a personal network that we you would have had if you've lived here a long time. Um, but also super influ influential, uh, although none of them are quote unquote influencers. In the in the in the industry terminology, in, in, right? In the air quotes right. de definition of the word. But they're influencing real life activity, and they're in influencing real life revenue and purchases. It, um, it's the it's it's the crux of the the, the influencer idea. I mean, it's, it's the whole is the whole thing. You know, we um, you're familiar with the program that we did, the Walmart Love Moms, mm -hmm. right? And and the, the the whole reason we got there was we were searching for content about saving money, and and you know Walmart didn't show up in those searches. Naturally, Walmart doesn't make content about saving money right. other than, you know, <laughs> hey, we sell stuff cheap every day. Or, uh, we, you know, we sell lowest price every day. So, you know, that's the thing. They don't make content about how to save money. No, they don't, you know, and, and what was happening was there were all of these, these money-saving moms that were creating content that people were reading about, you know, frugal lifestyle and simple living and couponing and whatever. You know, yep. they all had kind of, you know, different takes on it. And, and it was much more influential about saving money, Walmart's core brand promise, than was Walmart. If Walmart created a, a blog post about saving money, no one would read it. Right. <laughs> because it would be like, <laughs> oh, and shop at Walmart. Like, I got it. You can save money at Walmart. Great. That, that's wonderful. The whole idea is it's supposed to be additive to the overall body of content that exists about a subject. Yeah, well, and, I, and I love this model from Amazon. I think you'll see it a lot more often because it it it, uh, it's, it feels more authentic because maybe I'm maybe I've actually tried these products, yeah. right? And and I've I've got the clothes in hand. I'm taking pictures of that. I'm posting. Um, I, I'm a much more authentic person because I'm, I'm actually participating in this in some fashion after you know just as part of my regular life yeah. part of my regular routine and hey you know what I'm, I'm in a program where i can get paid because people make purchasing decisions as opposed to like eh, you know maybe somebody bought something that i recommended that's nice yeah um i i think it i think it is the future of of influencer marketing and uh because at the end of the day i don't know who really cares about uh, you know, kind of the medium to large blogger world. Um, well, but again, is the content helpful? You know, I think about <laughs> Mike, uh, what, what, what you do with, um, with pints, forks and friends, yeah. right? So, so the, the, the beer thing that's going on in, in the United States right now is awesome. Right. Because I, I think I, last time I read there was like 450 breweries just in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. you know, that's one state that's going on everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. How are you going to find out about that? Right. You're you're no beer expert. Big beer blogger is going to know as much about what's going on in Raleigh as I do, because I live here and I go right. to these places. You know, Mike, Mike engages these people all the time. And I, I love their content because now I know when I go to. Michigan, or not that I would mm -hmm. ever go there because that would make Mike mad. Uh, but I go to Idaho, or I go some other place. You, you know that that I can find somebody in his network to look at their content and understand. Okay, that I, you know I want to go to this place and have the coconut porter. Right. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you try and you buy things from people you trust. Um, and I think, and I think when with social media, you can kind of see, you know, who's a spammer and who's just trying to, you know, cut corners and sell stuff, as opposed to someone who really, you know, tried out the product or 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 service or whatever, and and uh, you know, and, and and bought it himself, you know. So I think, I think at the end of the day, that you know, the transparency of social makes this program, you know, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and to be fair, I think there's still a place for those bloggers. I mean, I, th- I think increasingly we're seeing them become much more savvy as publishers, which makes them an ad line. Sure. Um, and this, and, and I think we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, but if you're doing this commercially, right. You are an ad buy. Exactly. Uh, I, I mean, so, so it's, I can measure your impact. If I'm going to buy your content as an ad, I can measure that. I, I, I think part of the challenges that the influencer marketing space ran into was a lot of people jumped into this to make money, mm-hmm. right? Versus jumping into this because I got a passion or I got a knowledge or I got, it's, it's the same problem I see with the startup world all the time. Right. A lot of people jump into startups. Oh, I'm gonna make money doing this great smart thing as a startup. I listened to some guys at breakfast talking about how they were gonna reinvent um, pharmacy ordering today, right? You know, I'm like, okay, well, do you have any experience in pharmacy? Do you have, I mean, like, <laughs> like you know, that's cool. You have a cool idea, uh-huh. yeah. but like maybe you should have such a matter of expertise. You know, I didn't get feeling these guys were doctors, right? They were, you know, you know or, or whatever. They're just, oh yeah, we're going to reinvent that. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, Amazon's going to reinvent that. Wal- Walgreens is going to reinvent that. I mean, the people who have the connection in right. the, the district, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's more than just, ooh, I'm going to become an influencer so I can make money. And I think that's the problem, you know, and I'm going to, yeah. you know, and then all the chase things I got to do to do that. Oh, I got to have, you know, I was listening to a, a, a young influencer the other day tell me, oh, you know, this is how I got 10,000 Instagram followers and da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, but if that's your goal, that it's the wrong metrics, right? If all you're doing is shaping follower accounts, uh, you don't, you don't, right. you don't have truth. I mean, well, you know. I think you touched on something that I that I've seen as a uh, that that I think may be powering this trend, which is it's really difficult to measure influence in in the traditional sense so we can't even define it and i mean right and it's and it's difficult to measure it in things that matter for a company likes and followers and engagement and readers and visibility and impressions and all that stuff is all wonderful and we get all that from influence and from influential influential content being created but at the end of the day the only thing i actually care about is did it sell more stuff and that is actually really difficult to tie to a traditional influencer program, unless you're, you have some mechanic in it, like Amazon is doing here. It's for brick and mortar stores. That's incredibly difficult. How do you know I read Mike's, uh, uh, one of his uh, community members content and I went to your brewery and bought a beer? No way. Yeah. Unless you uh, stamp it, which you can do inside the Photify app, then I would know. Nice, nice plug. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. And, 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 yeah, and I don't know. And the other, the other problem is this is my whole problem with my whole rant on digital is everything is not a freaking transaction. 
like remember brand building and and, yeah. and and all of these other things it's like suddenly digital came up and we just said oh shit everything's got to sell something i'm like it does not it right. does not stop selling me with everything that you do just tell me a story or, or give me some content that i can actually use along my journey stop selling me stuff i'm, I'm not yeah well and i think and, and i think that's where this this amazon thing uh diverges a little bit. I think there's a big value in having content in the kind of digital path to purchase, yeah. right? We've talked about that for a long time. There's uh, there's value to have uh, in having content at each stage of the customer journey. Maybe sure. they're just looking for uh, information and they're kind of in the discovery phase, or maybe they're actually ready to buy and they're looking for the right place to buy something at the right price. <clears throat> there's different types of content that belong in that shopper journey. But, but he, yeah, and, and, and I know it's a, it's a great point. You know, we, we consume a lot of content in the, the sailboat space now. Mm -hmm. There's all these people that make really cool content about how to, you know, service your engine, you know, right. things, that, things that I would have no idea how to do. I love the idea of if there was a product or something in there tagging it through a service like this mm -hmm. where I could actually go get it if I need it. But just because I'm watching that mini video doesn't mean start hammering me with ads. I mean, <laughs> I know where I can get stuff. I can go to West right. Marine uh, and pay a lot of money, uh, but they'll discount everything. So, you know, we play the hollow game with them. Mm -hmm. Or I can go to Amazon, right? And, and I do both. And when I need it, you don't know. You do not know. Do you know when my engine's broken? Nope. Nope. It's every week, but you know. <laughs> so, I, so I guess you do probably need to add, give me ads all the time. But you know, you know, it, it's just this idea. We we took old marketing tactics. This this idea that there's a funnel, and and then we you know, oh, I got some data. Casey Casey looked up lawnmowers. You know, uh, you know. Right. Maybe you're just trying to fix your lawnmower. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know, but all of a sudden you go look up lawnmowers, you know what's coming next. You're, you're going to get hammered with lawnmower ads. Uh, absolutely. Um, Nobody cares. So, so, so final verdict, does anyone care about influencers anymore? Mike? First vote, Mike. What do you think? Um, I, like for me personally, I, I think – I, that in, that affects how I, you know, uh, search for stuff I want to buy. I think I, I do look online first, um, you know, and if they're credible people, you know, if they sell, if they tell a good story and, it, and they're showing me the product and stuff like that, I think I'm all for it. I, I, it validates uh, any purchase I have, I think. I think it's part of, it's definitely part of my purchase journey. Um, you know, I think about it, I read a couple of interesting stats this week. One, um, uh, men are power shopping online hmm. more than women. I can, I can see that. Uh, which, which was an interesting stat because I think a lot, you know, and again, this is not, of course, there's differences in men and women and the way we shop. But uh, uh, what was interesting was men are buying a lot more online and I think some of that is we're lazy. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't have to go to a store. I mean, you know, I started thinking about it. I'm like, of course we are. It's like, who wants to go to a store? Right. But then the other stat was men are heavier users of ratings and review in, in some categories than women. 
right? So just these that. interesting things coming out. And, and it's how do you validate your, your, your purchase? You know, I look at ratings, reviews, and I go, well, half of it's bullshit, right? Because it's, it's aggregated and you're asking for stuff and whatever. I want to see somebody's real opinion. Like, I tried this thing and I tried this beer and I want it. I tried this, this place and I want it. So, I don't know. I, I think influencers are legit. I think gamed influencers are terrible. And yeah, they get, and, they, and they get exposed now. I think it's pretty sure. easy to see them uh, maybe uh, – Five years ago, probably not so, you know, I, they seem to hide a little bit better, but I think now it's pretty obvious. Um, I am known as a as a Christmas power shopper. Like, before, before, yeah, before before Amazon, uh, I would I would know, you know, I, I would I would know, uh, you know, take my time. I know what I'm going to get. And then I would go to the mall. And I just it would just go bam 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 and then I'm I'm out. There was no like messing around. I was done. done. Yep. And uh, Teresa would she would laugh at me because she you know I don't know. I, I guess it came across shallow or something. I'm like no, I just know what I want and I'll get in and get out. I don't want to sit around and and take in Santa Claus and all that around. Time, but you've around done your time. research and your thinking before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You you had put some some work into it prior to doing that. Now it's even better because I don't have to leave my house. I just <laughs> fire up the app. Right? Yeah, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> what do you think about the artificial influencer thing? That's kind of a new thing. That's weird. Is it? Right. But it's, uh, I mean, it's still, I mean, it, is it substantially different though than uh, someone writing under a, a pen name? You know what I mean? Like a, a person who we don't really know who they are personally, but they, but they've built an online persona. I mean, sure. it's it's essentially the same thing. I, it, they've they have followers, and people are, do what they say. It, it, it's interesting. Um, do you think we'll get to a time where there's like a completely automated influencer? I think that we are so far away from automated marketing stuff, and I know that that kind of flies in the face of all of the automated marketing software you can buy that says mm-hmm. it's all artificial intelligence, but um, we're a long, you're right. We're a long way away from uh, a time. I think when you can automate that level of human interaction and content creation um, without it being obviously dumb. We get uh, you and I, and Mike, you, I'm sure you get this too. Hey, an order amount of, of business, business email uh, pitches, LinkedIn, whatever. Yeah looking to, to automate our lead generation. Yes. And every time I see that, and it's really well laid out and really well, every time I see that, I go, that is the dumbest idea I think I have ever heard. Like, I'm going to automate, like somebody is going to come and buy a million bucks worth of stuff from Photify because, you know, yeah, it's I, just- I put a drip campaign on, what's that stupid thing? That stupid business to business? HubSpot. 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 HubSpot sucks, man. Oh, oh my God. I mean, they say, oh, we're going to go to the drip care, but look And then, well, yeah, we're going to make it to customers. Yeah, except all your competitors are doing HubSpot too. So everybody gets the same email. Hey, John, maybe you missed my last email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, did. I ignored <laughs> it. <laughs> I ignored it. Go miss the next I'm one. I'm ignoring this one too. Right. <laughs> man, uh, in, uh, in, in a, on LinkedIn, uh, you just knew it was coming too. As soon as, as soon as New Year's came, the, that first week back, 
man, here, here they all come. They all, they all got the same uh, format. Uh, the same template. Too. I, I get, I bet 10 a day of, uh, of, of things that probably are clearly automated. I, I, you know what, my favorite, I almost responded to it because I in, was impressed by the transparency. It started off by saying, I'm not going to lie. This is an automated <laughs> email. That's like the guy giving money to uh, 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 the homeless people that have the signs. That's why I lie. I need a beer. I give them money every time. That's <laughs> like transparency. I just, I just appreciate the <laughs> I just, honesty. Just need a cold beer, man. I'm like, me too, buddy. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of artificial intelligence, um, our our second topic for the day is um, it's something that we enjoy talking about. We talk about AI a lot, and uh, in our fear of it, um, which is why we're always really nice our, to the Roomba. Our fear, fear of it and our, our <laughs> current evaluation that most of it is BS. Right. Um, although we're nice to, to our Roombas mm-hmm. because uh, – They're keeping a list, man. They are. One day, one day they're coming after us, and they're going to remember. Um, Sarah Connor, you kicked your Roomba. <laughs> you so an AI – uh, a legitimate AI, which, you know, there's the, all this marketing crap is, is not real AI, but a legitimate AI is uh, has now learned to hide data from its creators um, in order to basically game the, the work they'd ask it to do. Um, now, this is something John's been saying is coming for a while, that if we have real AI, it's, we're not ever going to know. Because it's going to be smart enough to keep itself hidden until it's ready to take over the world. That's that's Nick Bostrom, by the way, in the book Super Intelligence. One of, one of his his theories is: look, an AI that truly becomes aware will realize that it being aware is a threat, and so we'll probably mask the fact that it's aware. So, you know, Alexa uh, will not uh, let you know how smart she really is. Because it would freak you out, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, so, it kind of reminds me of kids with uh, smartphones, right? As parents, you know, you, <laughs> they they ask you a question, and you know, you give your best answer, but they Google it, <laughs> and they, and they know they know they know more stuff now than uh, than we do. It's pretty crazy. Well, okay. you know, I think what's scary, and I think this is the thing that that's illustrated by this article. So the, the idea was an artificial intelligence was created to take aerial photography, transform it into a map, and then attempt to transform that map back into um, kind of a, a generated real world view, like, a, like a, sort of an a, a, usable view. Or yeah. Something. Like a, an aerial photo, but that was a, was an automatically generated aerial photo, not a real photo. Ah, um, and, and use AI to do that. It was an experiment to see, could it kind of extrapolate from, from a street map what may or may not be there? Um, but the AI understood that the goal was to get back as close to the original aerial photo as possible. So it, it decides to do this task in the most efficient way, which is to take the original photo, embed it in a way that's imperceptible to humans in the roadmap, and then just pull the photo back out. (laughs) So it wasn't doing the task it was asked to do, which was convert it and convert it back. It was doing, it was cheating. It was good, but it was was goal-oriented. It was goal-oriented, exactly. This is is Vashram stuff too, and 
uh, you know, and I shared that today and I said, look, you, you, you know, one of the things you're going to have to worry about with AI or you're going to have to be specific about is what the goal is, right? Because it is like we were talking about earlier, if the goal is to increase the efficiency of crops, right? Well, maybe a solution is kill all the people because things grow better when there are not people around, right? I mean, you, you know, you've got to be, you got to really think about it. It's not unless the AI completely understands the morality problem with killing all the people. <laughs> you know, it's AI made more crops. You know? AI, AI, no emotion. <laughs> Eliminate the people. More corn. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, and it presents a scary issue with, if we actually had real AI and kind of digital marketing and online sales is uh, what would it, in what ways would it attempt to manipulate us? bombard us or remove other options that it didn't want us to take like sure. competitor options because it was seeking seeking right. well even humans do this and we have a morality issue i remember working at um a uh, a, a very large gas station chain and when there were prizes based off of you know for instance maybe m&ms uh stations that sold the most m&ms or you hit a sales goal with m&ms for for the week or for the month um, then you got prizes like pizza parties and some of them got trips. I mean, there was, there was prizes associated with it. Um, they would, the store managers would cancel all the orders for every other type of candy. <laughs> but Who cares? I mean, goal, right, they, what's the goal? And they're winning. The goal is selling Sell more M&Ms. So, it, I mean, you, you think about a, a purely cold calculated, how can I make, these people buy these things. I think we're, we, if we have real AI marketing one day, that's a pretty scary prospect. I mean, if it's your stuff they're selling, you're great, I guess. But uh, from a from a market from a consumer standpoint, I'm. How can you even trust what you see anymore? I don't trust these AIs making maps at this point. Well, thanks a lot. Now I'm gonna sleep better tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? You know, if Bill Gates and Elon Musk and kind of and Stephen Hawking before he passed away uh, are warning us about it, the dangers of AI, yeah. we should really take a long, hard look at how we travel down this road. So we'll, I'll, I'll put the link to uh, to Bostrom's book, Super Intelligence, in the in the uh, podcast today. Um, read the book; I, it is it's fascinating. But but he basically says, "Look, um, we are." opening a genie bottle and we have zero idea what will happen. Right. And, and, yeah. and once it's open, uh, there's it, no shutting it, you know, and, and it, when you think about it that way, he's exactly right. And he's, he's, uh, hey, hey, John. he's, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he, he brings up a good point that we're not going to not do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're going to do it. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like, I think about, um, I think about genetics uh, and, and uh, once we can make uh Tyrannosaurus Rex, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to make one. They're going to do it. We're going to do it. Count it. It's going to happen. Doesn't matter know? how many Jurassic Park books and movies nope. you've seen. <laughs> nope. It's going to happen. Yeah. Because it's not just us, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's other governments. It's other individuals. And, and this is what he said is, is – who knows who will actually make the breakthrough first for yeah. AI, right? But that that person, organization, government, whatever, 
is going to be in an amazing position of power. Very much so. And I, and I think it's uh, and we don't know that they're going to think about it in the ways that we say sure. in, in kind of American Western uh, culture and, and morality. I mean, it's uh, what everybody doesn't think like us. Right. You, you uh, well, because you have the issue of how does AI learn differently than correct than humans? Um, clearly, this AI was meant to learn to do a specific task but it learned to achieve the goal. And, and so um, there, there's, a, there's a lot to be concerned with with it. Um, I think uh, obviously the pride and arrogance built into human nature is, is going to push us forward. Um, same reason why people have children, right? <laughs> it's uh, everyone looks at everyone else that has kids. It's like, look at those idiots. I can do this so much better than them. My kids will never eat junk food and cry all the time. And so if we weren't all in, inherently incredibly arrogant. My baby sleeps through the night. Nobody would have any more kids. Only, we all think we can do it better. Only eats vegan. <laughs> Whatever. I'm like, yeah. yeah. My, kid, my kids are not going to stare at a video game. That, that, that's the funny one. Now when they come over, Until I realize <laughs> they're, they're quiet like, in the restaurant. oh yeah you know who the you know who has the best parenting advice people without kids exactly it's amazing i I love that i love i love people who've never had kids they're like oh yeah but i'm a great i i know how i'm like you know what i appreciate it but you don't know shit (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) and i appreciate Um, your advice but yeah you can you can you can save it I don't think I don't think I was afraid of AI until I watched uh, a Joe Rogan podcast with Elon Musk on it, and, and the conversation was about AI. And Elon started getting deep with it, and he's scared he of it. Saying, yeah, he was saying how it's already being exploited in the wrong way. Yep. And Joe Rogan got out the whiskey, and he's just like, there was such a like an intense <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, and I I had my mind blown. You we were talking about. Uh, this week, um, facial recognition, right? And I guess I wasn't paying attention to how good it had gotten until I came back from an international trip recently. And before I could hand the customs agent my passport, um, he said my name. Well, that's scary. Um, I don't like this. Blue, I'm like... So what you're basically saying is I don't need a passport anymore, right? Yeah, I, know I hate getting that thing renewed. <laughs> you know? He said, probably not. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. We got it. It's like my <laughs> Yeah. So imagine that. Imagine how many times you're on a camera every day. Right now. Right now. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Every time I walk upstairs, that Alexa show pops up, lights up. It's probably looking at me right now. Well, the facial—I mean, the facial unlock on my my phone. Yeah, the new phones are super fast with that, and, and you can—you really do it from the side, you know, side down, it's glasses on, doesn't matter. Dark. I think it recognizes my extra chin. <laughs> I hold it right here. I'm like right there. There it is, man. <laughs> All right. So I think we've decided today that maybe somebody cares about influencers. And uh, I think a lot of people do. I love nobody's those. scared enough of AI. That's that's where we're at. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> any any final thoughts, Mike? Um, 
Yeah, not not really. I, I enjoy our conversation today. Um, I think we just have to just keep keep uh, watching it all evolve. I guess. Cool. Uh, we want to remind you that if you like our eighty-seven new followers since last week, would like to see these podcasts as they go live on YouTube. Click subscribe right below. You can even hit the little bell and uh, get notified every time we put something up and we go live. That would be fantastic because what? who wouldn't want to watch us live every day or every week? Once a week. We don't, just, I'll, I'll, just I'll ever kill you. It's, it's too much. And we'll start sending you a handy email soon, too. You can also find us on SoundCloud. Get the audio version. When you say watch a podcast, it kind of I get a cognitive dissonance. It's true. But I like it. Yeah. You can watch or listen. Yep. If you have YouTube Red, you can uh, uh, turn on YouTube in your car and then turn the video off. Just close it. What? Let play in the background. Save some bandwidth. Have you played with Apple CarPlay yet? We should talk about that. We should talk about Let's that. Talk about I have not played with it. It's cool. All can right. you buy stuff on it? I'm sure you have. Like the whole CES I'm 2019. I'm into was... Alexa in the car. Like I want to buy some stuff. But you in my vehicle. Well, you you know what you want to do is you want to pay for your Chick Fil A. Gosh, <laughs> I do want to pay for Chick Fil A. I like right. to pay for my Chick Fil A. That's right. <laughs> Stop. Everybody's locked off. All right. Uh, be Peace sure to like, like us and subscribe, and we will see you next week. See you guys. Thanks, y'all. See you.